you're asking the wrong question because I was saying, why is this happening to me? I've been in the business this long. Yeah. I should be at this level by now. And she said, you're asking why. Don't ask why, ask how. Mm -hmm. And that really shifted something for me. She said, don't ask why is this happening? Ask how, meaning yeah. what can I do? How can I change this? So here's the thing, entrepreneurs, leaders, salespeople, we all wanna create consistent, repeatable, and scalable ways to grow our business and our income. And we wanna do it better, faster, and more seamlessly. Why? So we can actually enjoy our lives, take vacations, and spend the quality time we want with the people that we love. How do we do all this without spending a fortune or running ourselves ragged? That's the big question, and this show is dedicated to the answer. Hey, welcome back to the podcast. Tom Ferry in the house with my dear friend, Steve Cohen from hey, New Tom. York City. Today we wanna to talk about business lessons, we wanna talk about selling luxury real estate, and we wanna talk about the climb of actually building a business and doing it in what many would argue to be one of the toughest real estate markets in the country, and tough in a lot of different ways. So. So Stephen, for the people that haven't met you, whether it's at a summit or a lead or any one of the events, um, give us just a little background, like how long you've been in real estate, you know, when did you get started, what's the journey been like, like who is Steve Cohen? Okay, so Steve Cohen. So uh, I have a team, the Steve Cohen team. There's five of us. I've been in real estate for 19 years. And um, the journey has been great, um, ups and downs, oh, but yeah. overall it's been great. Hey, what did you do before? Um, so I've always been in sales, mm -hmm. some type of sales. Um, but prior to my first job out of college was selling radio and air advertising, really radio and, and television advertising yeah. in Washington, DC. And then I lived overseas for many years and I, uh, worked at an international nonprofit and yep. did development and fundraising, which is also sales. Yeah. And uh, then moved back to New York City, and I worked. Um, I worked at Business Week in McGraw Hill. Yeah, and did international sales for them. And you, and listen, you've traveled a lot. I remember sitting you mm -hmm. and I and Bill Pipes having lunch. You remember a million feels at like Fred's. a million years ago, right? Fred's in, at Barney's. In, yeah, yep. in the city. And you told us sort of about this this sort of adventurous side of your life. Like before we get, we're going to get a lot of business stuff, but give some people some context. Like you talked about working for a nonprofit, but. You were doing nonprofit. You were also traveling and having. Yeah. I, I don't want to say an exotic life, but an adventurous life. Yeah. So give us just a give okay. us a little taste of that. So after college, I went to Penn State and I lived in D.C. with three of my buddies, and that's when I was working in advertising. Yeah. And uh, decided I needed to go travel the world. So I'd made some money. Decided I'm going to go travel for six months to a year. That ended up being six and a half, seven years because <laughs> opportunities just kept opening up. Yeah. And I knew I always have had strong gut intuition and yeah. premonition. Yeah. And I knew somehow I was going to have a spiritual awakening. Mm -hmm. And I thought, well, of course, that's going to happen in India or Nepal. Sure. Because and I had no desire to go to Israel. Yeah. I was going to ask like nice Jewish boy didn't want to go to Israel. Yeah. My mother, people were meeting me at points along my trip. And my mother said, can I meet you and we'll travel? I said, sure, pick a country. She said, Israel. And after my mother left, uh, Israel's where I had my spiritual awakening and started learning more about my Judaism. That's where I started working for a nonprofit. That took me to South Africa, Australia, back to LA, uh, the Soviet Union, and a lot of other travel. Yeah. 
uh, ended up living in South Africa for a year and a half and uh, and for a stint in Australia and and would travel. And again, opportunities just kept presenting themselves and I just rolled with it. So uh, many, many moons ago, my brother and I used to play this game called The Perfect Game. And The Perfect Game was basically whatever happens, it's perfect. Mm -hmm. But then it morphed into whatever gets offered, see it as perfect. Right. So, so basically the whole goal was like, don't just get locked into this, this lane of your life, but be open to new work, new relationships, new possibilities, new adventures. And, and when you first told me that story, that's what was in the back of my mind. Like you just kept saying yes to opportunities, but I got to ask for the listeners right now, was it scary? Um, like I'll you're tell going you to a whole scary. new city and starting over. So like that sounds that, a little scary. That was exciting for me. I'll tell you what was scarier yeah. for me was, am I being left behind? Because so this is the nineties and all my friends are going to law school. Yeah. Their careers are yes. beginning to progress. And I'm thinking, I know I don't want to do this forever. Yeah. Am I going to move back home and be, you know, five years, six years, 10 years behind. Now I look back. I was, when I moved back, I was. 30, yeah. 28, yeah. you know, no one had their shit together, essentially. Exactly. Um, do you guys so, hear that, by the way, talking to my team? Just heads up. So <laughs> when do people actually get their stuff together? Yeah, I'm still working on okay. that. So uh, <laughs> with my two kids and my partner yes, and my yes. business. Yeah. Yes. Um, no, I think it was scary. I was worried about others. Yeah. And I guess the older I get, the less I worry about others, thank God. Yeah. So no, the scary wasn't, that was exciting. Yeah. And South Africa, Australia, they're, they're like second homes to me and I go back often and mm -hmm. my friends and family, I'm in touch with people there. I, I've had really incredible experiences and deep relationships. Yeah, well that seems to be the story of your life, especially the deep relationship side, but we'll, we'll get into that in a minute. So I, so I wanna ask, so you're, you say six months to a year, it turns out to be six and a half, seven years, yeah. right? And, and no regrets, um, unbelievable adventure, lots of new relationships, lots of contribution. Um, why did you decide on New York City and how did you decide on real estate? Okay, so I was living in South Africa and I thought there was a, a huge broker there who sold these magnificent homes, Pam Golding. And I thought maybe I'll stay in South Africa. I was... I started this nonprofit there and my board were some of the most powerful and wealthiest um, business people in South Africa. So I, I had the ins, yeah. um, but I felt I wanted to be home near my family, my friends that I grew up with. Mm -hmm. Philadelphia felt like that was really moving home. It was yeah, too yeah, provincial. Too close. LA felt too far if I'm moving home to be near family and friends. So yeah. New York just made sense. Yeah. So. And then how about real estate? So real estate, um, I've always loved homes. Uh, it's one of my passions. Mm -hmm. You know, I come out to LA a few times a year to see yep. clients, have meetings, see you. Yep. And when I do, I either, I'm either previewing for a client or, um, you know, Jeff Highland was taking me around seeing certain homes the other day. And I know these homes because I've studied them for years mm -hmm. and it's, I'm obsessed with them. Yeah. Um, you know, do, you, do you think that that's a key characteristic that agents have to have? I think it helps. I think it's great to be passionate about whatever you do, but I don't know that it's a must. Um, for me, mm -hmm. I think loving what I do and what I'm selling is definitely important to me, loving people and loving relationships. 
Yeah. I when I was yeah. considering when I moved back to New York and then I was considering real estate, I thought commercial or residential. I knew it had to be residential because of my personality, but I thought, ah, check out commercial. Residential, I mean, I love well, people just say I'm nosy, but I just love being with people, yeah. getting to understand them, learn about them, their life. The details that I remember about people 10 years later, they're amazed that yes. I remember these conversations. Yes. That's so, a gift. Uh, well, it I, is. It's what I care about. Yeah. I mean, my team, like, you know, Tristan, who travels with me all the time, he's like, how in the world do you remember these? I'm like, I You're just, great at that. I was like, I was like, did we meet at, was it Fort Lee or right. like, That's was right. it Mawa? Yeah. Like a news jersey, right? Like, That's right. Just, but when you, you know what it is, I think. What I see in you is you have an enormous capacity to care and you don't make that caring about doing a deal or not doing. You know what I mean? You just care for people. Yeah. And then if you do business, great. It's like a, it's like a bonus on top of that. Absolutely. And that doesn't mean you're not hungry and you're not hustling and yada, yada, yada. But like, I think that to me is one of your best, I mean, empathetic, great listener, enormous capacity to care. I appreciate that. You got it. I, you know, I'll write that review on Zillow. If Thank you. Like. you. Yeah, so, all right. Yeah. So, so. Let's talk about uh, 2013. Even though you had already signed up for coaching with us, it was the first time we connected. Um, yeah. Tell tell the listeners about your business in 2013 before we talk about, we're going to talk about systems, production, like dealing with luxury clients, the ups and downs. We're going to go into all that stuff in a minute, but give us some context for where your business was in 2013. Okay. So I had always been a, a good broker and pretty well known um, in New York City and I pro I think I had my best year and I did like 38 million. And yeah. it, it was good, but didn't feel like I still wasn't breaking. I was kind of the top of the middle yeah. rather than yeah, the yeah, bottom yeah. of the top. Yeah. And well I really said. wanted to break through. Um, and then I started coaching. And What prompted that? Were you referred? Did you yes, see Yes, I was ad? referred. Did you, no, no, okay. no. I was yeah. referred. Michael Franco, who's Franco. a dear friend of God. mine. Big shout out to he, Michael. Who yeah. Michael will joke that I just... Do whatever he does. So, yeah. um, <laughs> thank you, Michael. And then I do it better, Michael. Um, <laughs> I'm just kidding. So, um, so Michael got yeah. into coaching, yep. and he, I saw what he was doing, and we're close, and we share yeah. a lot. Yep. And um, and he said you should try it out. And yep. so it was. Thank, thank God, it was thankfully to Michael. We, I started coaching. Mm -hmm. You and I met up. I came to an event. Yep. And um, I remember Jill Biggs was on the stage. And it was Fort Lee, New Jersey, right? On the other Lee, side, of the, other side of the bridge from the yeah, city. It was hard to get to that hotel. Oh, it was a horrible hotel. <laughs> not not my brand, but, you know, whatever. Like, um, yeah. So, and during lunch, yep. I came to you and I said, oh, I remember this. I had been coaching with this guy. I don't remember his name. And it just wasn't a, a fit. Yeah, yeah. He was a lovely guy and maybe a good coach. Just mm -hmm. wasn't a good fit for yeah. me. Yeah, yeah. And I said that to you and you kind of sized it up and you said, I know who your coach is. And you told me your name and you said, and I said, great, I'll, I'll check her out. And you said, no, 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 don't check her out. That's your coach. Yeah, yeah. And It's that intuition, was, brother. Yes. Yep. And that was my coach for five years. Yeah. Vonda. Vonda. Yeah. And learned a lot. Yeah, yeah, she yeah. was tremendous. Yeah. And, and you grew a ton. Yes. Yeah. So from so let's talk 38 about, yeah. million, yeah. First year, then first year coaching, the goal was 80 million. It was a clear stretch and yeah. i think we did 90 something that year that's so we really yeah it was an incredible year so what was the i mean like, i mean obviously for my friends that are watching you know obviously we have a coaching company so you know i'm kind of into this what was the difference that made the difference in that first year um accountability accountability that was my guess 
Yeah. And yeah, definitely for me, it was accountability. Um, and, you know, it's running your your business like a business. We've yeah. really moved away, especially since then. Yeah. If you want to be successful in real estate, there are big players and they're mm -hmm. running their business like a business. Yeah. It's not just throw it at the wall and see if it sticks. Yeah. It goes beyond, I like houses and people. Yes. Right. Yes. Act, there's actually infrastructure yeah. and in, which was, we're, we're going to get into that. The well, industry's changed. Big time. And there's much bigger money in it. Yep. And, you know, all the reality shows, you know, I get more, I, for, I've always gotten calls, people that want to go into real estate. Now though, I get calls from kids in college yes. who are saying their first choice, it used to be your third career. Uh -huh. Now kids from college are calling saying, I want to do this. Can I meet with you? Yeah. Yeah. What's that like, by the way? Getting calls? What do you tell them? Um, I, you know, I tell them it's not as easy as it used to be to get in, to break in. Yeah. And 16, 15, 18 years ago, my advice would be, well, just, yeah, go join a good company, get some training, get your Rolodex and let everyone know that you're, uh, that you're a broker now. Yeah. That's not my advice. I actually think that joining a team, a successful team is more powerful. Yeah, I agree. Everybody that follows me on Instagram, that's probably a question I get, I don't know, 10 times a month, Courtney, like, hey, I'm brand new. What do you recommend, team or solo? And I'm like, team. Yep. Leverage their assets, leverage their experience, leverage their listings, leverage their, their sort of brain power, and you'll mature much faster. So let's talk about your business today. And I, we're, so for the people that are listening or watching, I'm going to have him describe his business, but we're going to go deep on systems, marketing, production, and people. And what I really want to touch on was sort of our our one on one before mm -hmm. we walked in here was that you've really built a business and a business is built on systems and automation and people and process, not so much gut and reaction. So we're going to we're going to try and break down as many of the systems as possible and go deep on that. So but just give us kind of high level. How many people on the team today? You mentioned five. Yep. What's the what's the volume like this year? How does it compare to years in the past? Because, you know, New York City has been a little finicky this yep. year. So yep. give us yep. a little state of the state and then we'll okay. go deep on all this. So I'll just you you said gut and reaction. Yeah. I'll just say about that. That's not how we build our business, but that's certainly what I bring to the table. Yes. And over years, my 19, 20 years in the mm -hmm. business, that's something that's a nuance yes. that I have. And yes. I, I bring to the table. But uh, so there are currently five people on the team. Break, We've break got, down like the, the roles. Okay. You, you can say names too, yeah, but just, you know, what are the roles? So, uh, Sarah mm -hmm. is, she's the team manager. I'm the team leader. She's the team manager and my personal assistant and she controls my life. Uh, probably knows more about what's going on in my life. Yeah. My family's life are a bit than anyone. Yeah. Um, yeah. So Sarah, and then there's uh, Tim, mm -hmm. who's in sales with me. And Tim's been a year and a half. He was never in real estate before, but he had an incredible sales background. Um, kind of like you. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So yeah. he's got the natural. And Tim is smart and charming and has an incredible social network. Mm -hmm. And um, so he, he's he been just, a he great asset. time and training and maturity like everybody else. Yeah. Yeah, but he's he's done phenomenally well. Yeah, yeah. Who's who's number three on the team? Uh, so then, in no particular order, mm -hmm. then there's uh, Taylor, who's our transaction coordinator. Uh, in New York City, we have lots of co-ops. We have condos, co-ops, townhouses, mm -hmm. but with co-ops, much more complex real estate transaction. Di not different. Different, different from anybody yeah. who's in an MLS environment. Uh, listen, a little if more I moved plug to and California, play. I'd probably my head be spinning. But, yeah, yeah. Uh, 
but we have co-op boards and co-op packages. Yep. So we have to deal with that. So yep. Taylor handles all of that and where we are every step of the way with any transaction. Yep. So from where we get it from the pitch to the closing. Mm -hmm. Yep. So she's our go-to person. Good. And then we have Serene, who's our uh, marketing director. Yep. And that's fairly new. It took us a few years to find the right person. And she's been amazing. And she's also handling your videos. She, our videos, all of our social media, mm -hmm. our, and our marketing, our traditional marketing. Yep. Yep. And she, this, she knows her stuff and she pushes me. You know, yeah. I'm fine. I do plenty of videos now, but she'll push me to do things that, uh, you know, I'll be like, no. And she'll just trust just, me. Just yeah. listen to me. Just <laughs> yeah. Shut up and so, listen. Sound familiar, my team? Yeah. Like, shut up and just do what we say. All right. Uh, and so then there was, so there's one? five of us. Yeah. Uh, You're the, are you the fifth? I'm the fifth. Okay. And then there, we had Rob, who yeah. you know well. Yes. And Rob are very- Talk about that. So Rob's yeah. been with us was, we were together five years. Yeah. And then Rob went on, he's now partnered with someone else. Yeah. And um, about two months ago. Mm -hmm. And, you know, it's so amazing when- we were together for so long, knew each other so well. I was just at his wedding. Yeah. Um, that when you know, it's just, it's like a marriage. It just yes. was, it was time for him to move on. Yeah. And we were going in different directions and thank God it ended beautifully. Well, yeah. So Well, and that says a lot about, and this is a very important distinction for people that are listening right now. He just revealed something that most people are afraid to talk about, which is people leave. Yeah. Right. And what happens is oftentimes, if you've ever experienced this, whether it's in a personal relationship or in business, you think they left you. No, they left to go do their thing. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I, I hope you get that. Like people leave. Like I tell my team all the time, I love you. I don't want you ever to leave, but I understand if you do. Yeah. Right. I'm, I'll try and be the best CEO for you. And if a better opportunity goes up, go do your thing. Well, I have to tell it, it got to a point that I think I was, we were cheating each other mm -hmm. and I was cheating Rob by not saying, Rob, we got to like, yeah, enough. Like yeah, yeah, we yeah. know what we have to do. Yeah. You got to go. Yeah. And I think if he was standing here, he'd say yeah. it was the right move. So hundred percent. Big shout out to Rob. Yeah. Super, super human. And it you guys great. had a fantastic run together. Yeah. So he's much better than me on video. <laughs> uh, you guys are different. You Okay. This is by the way, everyone should watch, uh, go to, you know, go to, Google Stephen Cohen, YouTube, watch a couple of videos because what you guys had was the great sort of, um, what do they call it? Like kind of, he was sort of the numbers analytical yeah, driver totally. and you were the, let me explain what that means. Yeah, I was big picture and fluff and he'd like yeah. give the, the data yeah. behind it. Yeah. But, but again, like that was a, it was a beautiful combo. Yeah, it worked right? well. So are you now all solo on video? No, no, Tim and I are doing exactly. it. Well, we do a lot of different stuff, but now yes. Tim and I, and it's a different dynamic, but it seems to be working. 100%. So, Okay, so so let's let's go. So first of all, thank you for describing the team. Will you do me a favor? Just give us a little insight on, on Sarah's job description as the team manager. What does that mean to be the team? Like, what is she accountable to and responsible for? Okay, so the buck stops with her. Yeah. If there's any issues or I'm not hearing about something, I go to her first. Okay. Uh, she also keeps a pulse on the team. Mm -hmm. She's like the mother hen of the team. Yeah. And she'll come to me and say, you know even something as simple as like, you know, we should all go for drinks next week. We need like yeah. an out of the office. We need some bonding. Mm -hmm. um, I take the whole team every year we come to summit. Yep. That's like one of the greatest things. A, it's bonding. We yeah. have so much fun, but we come so pumped. It happens third and fourth quarter. We rock it yeah. because we come pumped with ideas. We brainstorm there and then we come back and we implement. 
if it were just me or me and one other, it, it, we'd have to come back and explain it all, and yep. it, we couldn't do it justice. Every team leader, I hope you're paying attention to that. Six years ago, I stopped going to seminars by myself. If I didn't bring my CFO, mm -hmm. the COO, the president, the head of marketing, head of engineering, like it, because I'd come back, same thing. You're like this. Okay, I just came from this yeah. seminar. Here's the nine new, th and they're like, look at you, like. We've been home working. You've been on vacation drinking and hanging out at a real estate right. conference, yeah. right? Like everybody gets that dynamic, right? So I love it. Plus with me, it's ADD. So I'm like, well, he kind of sure. said this. I don't know what he said. Well, go <laughs> Google that. Here's the concept, yeah. right? Okay, so let's, so you, you gave us sort of the, you know, she's the mother hen, but she's like, she's the one everybody reports to. They report to her. She does all of our scheduling. Yep. She knows where everyone is. Open what's house schedule, what's appointments. And again, the buck stops with her. Yeah. It's Taylor and Serene's responsibility for the, um, with the, uh, the marketing yeah. and with the transaction and where we are at every yep. point, but she keeps them in check. Yeah. So again, if something's falling down, I go to her. So let's. Let's switch gears and let's talk systems. So systems is this word that Stephen, everybody's like, oh, I got to put my systems in place. I got, and then I say, well, which systems do you want to put in place? And they go, I, I don't know. <laughs> okay. All, all of them. And I say, can you break down? Like, cause we can help, but like, you got to be a little more specific. So what systems did you put in place between 2013 to today? Okay. So this actually just came up last night. I was having dinner with John Grauman in Beverly Hills. Um, and we were talking about, we both are getting, we've been getting some great feedback yeah. about our teams and how we run our teams and the systems in mm -hmm. place. And shout out to you. Thank you. We have you to thank for that. I remember you told me to take my ego out of it and just, you know, get build to a, business. Build a business. Build a business. Yeah. Build a team. Yeah. Um, so what systems? Uh, I should tell you, we should just call Sarah because she knows all the systems. Yeah. But um We've got our, everything is, everything is in place. And so from the moment that we get something, it falls into a category mm -hmm. and we're all, well, listen, we all sit in an office together and mm -hmm. we all share, but we all have our own lanes and what we're focused working on. So systems like, um, all of our mailers, mm -hmm. how our mailers go out, how our social media goes out, how our newsletter goes out. Everything is timed and calendared and there's no guessing. There's no guesswork to any of this. We lay it out. We plan months ahead. Yes, we're flexible. We adjust. Um, but all of that is calendared out. And especially with Serene now, I was mm -hmm. thinking about this this mm -hmm. morning. Social media used to be this, oh, well, I'm somewhere cool. You know, let me take a video yeah. or maybe we'll do a video next week. Well, I use my own kids. I'm exploiting my children for my business. So my kids are in my videos. Their schedules, which is are, adorable, by the way. You. Yes, their their schedules are harder than ours. So we have to book out their schedules too. So Serene is now. I was thinking about this. She's got us down to. We actually have a system. I didn't even realize mm -hmm. what she was doing. I do a certain kind of video every Tuesday. I do a different video on Thursday. Mm -hmm. Now, because I'm filming it in advance or not necessarily that day, I'm not yeah. even realizing yeah. when she's plugging it in. Yep. Or I you know, did something um, last night. I posted something at one in the morning and she was so happy I posted it, but she's like, but you know, that's not the right time to post. And I was like, okay. <laughs> My team's looking like, yeah, please don't she answer said, questions I'm at 1 a.m. I'm very proud of you for just posting. <laughs> so um, so it's, it's things like that. Yeah calendar 
Um, okay, I'm going to go deep. Ready? Yes. CRM, yes or no? Yes. Which one? Ask Sarah. Okay. All right. So Sorry. We'll have, to have, we'll have to have a hashtag that just says yeah, ask, ask Sarah. Hashtag ask Sarah. So is everybody on it or just you? Everyone. Okay. What happens with, like, do you have a, do you have a system or a process for when a lead comes in, who touches it first and who it goes to? So when we get, so it's a little different with my business. Yeah. We don't necessarily, when we get leads, it's more like a referral. Mm -hmm. So usually I'll call them back or depending, Tim will call them yeah. back, depending where or who it's come from. Okay. Um, so salespeople are going to touch it first and foremost. Yes. Yeah. Uh, if it's an email, Sarah, mm -hmm. Sarah has complete control of my email. She mm -hmm. goes through all my emails. This is a system. Yeah completely goes through my emails. I'll get text. You need to look at that email yeah. and respond because I'm on my phone. I'm out and about where yeah. I should be. Yeah. yeah. They're, I'm just getting bogged down. And you can't get long form emails or, Hey Steven, I got a showing request. Could you help? You know, oh, she just, does Sarah all just takes that care of everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All, and then we'll tell me where to be. I'll tell you, this is the greatest yeah, feeling yeah. that every, I look at my, you know, schedule the night before Sunday, the whole week, but then the night before every weekday. And then when I wake up in the morning, but I'm, we're so booked now and I'm, so running, doing so many different things. And they're not all showings, they're meeting and mm -hmm. a coffee or yep. a charity thing. And it all comes a business, yeah. but my life, but that I'm so busy and that I don't, I can't even remember. Yeah. I, I love that. Wake up, follow I your schedule. I love that, follow my schedule. Which, uh, which calendar the, system the major do you guys use? No, go ahead. Yeah, yeah. F ups or yeah, yeah, mess yeah. ups. Yeah. And it's so important in detail, you know, if there's a wrong address, just one digit oh. and it might be like it's 36 West, you know, 86th street, yeah. but it's really 35. Well, that's across the street. I'm like, where the hell am I? And <laughs> yeah. I'm about to I'm meet at, someone. I'm at the so, wrong building yes. and, and they called so, me to say, come list my house. Okay. You made a mistake. Well, that mistake. How about you get a listing appointment? You did yes. 63 this year, by the way. Congratulations. Yes. Thanks. Um, is there, is there a process for that? Yes. Is it a yep. Chinese fire drill? Just sort of the, you know, the old expression no. God no. or is there a checklist and the absolute checklist? We, uh, we set up the appointment. Mm -hmm. I speak to them. I get the information or mm -hmm. Tim does. Yeah. Then Sarah puts our pitch package together. Mm -hmm. Uh, we run our comparables. Mm -hmm. We have all that. We discuss it beforehand. Um, mm -hmm. uh, and then we go in and we present. Yeah. Um, we have a pitch package. We're now working on, we had a video, we're revamping that video yeah. because we do so, this is interesting. We do so much social media mm -hmm. and we talk about the social media yeah. rather than showing the social media. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And a lot of my clients' friends are on my social media or yeah. on my marketing or receive my marketing. Well, if somebody's selecting you, it's usually they, they maybe they got referred, maybe they saw your marketing, but then they're gonna do their research and they're gonna say, you know, Google Stephen Cohen real estate, Facebook's going to show up. Instagram's going to show up. Twitter's going to show up. YouTube's going to show up. You know, your Zillow Hopefully, reviews. But right? some of our clients are super busy. Yeah. And uh, we've been referred and that's a trusted referral. Yeah. Um, we role play. Yeah. Um, we role play. Uh, I have a wonderful client who I've done a lot of business with and they have a very important property. And I was going for a, a major price reduction mm -hmm. and we role played having that meeting. Yeah. Uh, with your team, with my team, because it was, and I know these people and they're friends now and they're dear to How me. How big was the reduction you were asking for? Uh, $10 million. A $10 yes. million. <laughs> yeah. You might want to role play that. Yeah. So we role played it and yeah. we got it. <laughs> Tristan just bought his first house. He's like, ah, $10 million reduction. Hey, it's Tom. 
If you've been listening to me for a while, you've heard me say repeatedly over and over again, we are living in the review economy. That's right. Consumers are making decisions based upon reviews. With that said, I'm looking to get this podcast into the minds of more amazing people just like you. You can help. Would you go to Apple Podcasts and write a review? Tell them what you think. Hey, one star, five stars, make up your own number of stars. Totally fine by me, but please go to Apple Podcast and write a review. It means the world to me. Thanks in advance. Now, let's get back to the show. Okay, let's keep going. You ready? Um, how about you don't get the listing? Is there a checklist for how you follow up? Yeah. If I don't get, well, first of all, yeah, I follow up to see if I'm getting it or yeah. what's going yeah. on. Yes. If So we have a lot of situations. I'm in a situation mm-hmm. now. They literally said to me, we love you. We You gave us a price. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're in a dicey market right now. Yeah. It's an interesting time in New York City. They didn't, I told them a very real price. I'm always about giving them the real. I do not yeah. want overpriced listings. No. Um, I'm here to sell their market and sell their property for the most money we can get, but it doesn't behoove anyone to just have them sit with a property, any of them. Yeah. Uh, most are importantly, you that frank are sellers. With, are you that frank yes. with people? Yes, I am. Um, and, and I give them a range. This is the low end, I think. This mm-hmm. is the high end. Yeah. Um, but we had a situation where they said, we love you. You're our person. Um, but we're the numbers, we believe you mm-hmm. and we're not sure what we want to do. But if we use you and we've stayed in touch, they called to ask me some more questions. Yeah. The ones I don't yeah. get, I will ask them, you know, who they're going with, what's, you know, people have different reactions and sometimes yeah. it's yeah. Hey, you win, you it's lose, right? Yeah. What about um, a listing launch? Do you make it up every time or is there some like, okay, we got the listing. Mm-hmm. Is it like, oh my God, what do we want to do for this one? Or what promises do we make at the appointment? Or is it like... We always do A, B, C, one, two, three, A, B, C, you know. It's pretty much A, B, C, one, two, three. Yeah. But again, it's the flexibility. Of Depending course. what the product is, yeah. we have an ARC off-market listing, magnificent townhouse yeah. that was just completed by a very high-end uh, broker. Yeah. Uh, I'm sorry, by a high-end uh, designer yeah. and architect. And it was... Uh, it's truly magnificent, but they were not putting it on the market. So we made calls. I called hundred of the top brokers and friends who I thought might have clients mm-hmm. uh, and people that we know and who I sit on boards with who they may not be looking, but they certainly know people that could afford yeah. and are looking for this type of product. Um, so that one's a little different. So yeah. each it's bespoke. We yeah. have, of course we have our checklist, yes. but then we, we, ebb and flow from that, uh, you know, from that checklist. So, cause I want to move into marketing um, but I want to go back and just ask, how is, how is all of this, you know, hashtag ask Sarah, ask Sarah, yeah. how is all of this different from how you were operating in 2013 or 2012? 2012, it was just me and an, an assistant. And now, I mean, we've grown yeah. like any company. But I mean, like, like what was like typical, like, did you have all these systems in place and they just got refined over the years or was all of this kind of newer? Again, the markets changed. We weren't yep. doing the type of marketing, yep. not nearly the I'm, marketing I'm thinking more, social media. I'm thinking more the sort of infrastructure of your business. You know, CRM, checklist for pre-list, checklist for launch, checklist for transaction management. Yeah, it wasn't. I did it, but I think it was all in my head. That's the point I wanted to get yeah. to. And yeah. so, I mean, now it's written. We all know it. It's yeah. like, 
one, two, three, has this been done? Yeah. It's, you know what? It's accountability. Yeah. Because I can turn and say, wait, where are we with this? Or more importantly, the team can say, did we do this? Yeah. It's all accountability. Yeah, yeah. That's what yeah. it is. Yeah, yeah. It's the structure. And, and a lot of people, when they hear accountability, they think of like somebody like Browby, you know, did you do your homework? Or you know, they have right. all these like negative associations to it. For me, it's like, God, I don't even think of it that way anymore. Uh, I probably did. Nor right. do I. But yeah. so I talked to so many people, they're like, oh my God, I just, oh, you right. know, like I, I got into real estate because I wanted freedom. I'm like, that was a weird choice. Yeah. <laughs> you know yeah. what I mean? Like God. there's no freedom yeah. in this yeah, business. On the phone at 12 at night, right? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. That's freedom. Okay. So let's switch gears and let's talk about marketing. Cause like at the end of the day, like you have built uh, a re I mean, you, you build a brand a lot of different ways, but one of the ways you maintain that brand and extend that brand is through your marketing efforts. Mm -hmm. So, so break down for us in a typical month. If I was in your database, how many times are you going to touch me and what am I going to see? And, and I'm, I'm literally, I'm going to start writing down YouTube, LinkedIn, Facebook, Instagram, email, direct mail, and then face to face. What happens in a typical month today beyond a listing launch, mm -hmm. just maintaining the brand? What okay. do you do? So first, uh, once a month, everybody gets a newsletter. Okay. Okay. So email that's email. Email or mail. Okay. That's emailed. Uh, we do postcards. The postcards, though, go to the, the buildings that we're farming in. Yeah. Uh, and they go out. We're doing we're now doing four a month and then we'll go down to two a month. Why are you doing four a month and going to two? Uh, it was serene. It was a strategy that we were working on. We really mm -hmm. wanted to push this yep. and get our name. And we brought on a few new buildings. And so we wanted to get it out there. That's the so it's the consistency. They need to see us, see us, see us. Then we can drop to two a month. How many units are you marketing to now in the farms? Uh, we had a lot more. Mm -hmm. We had something like, I think we had 15 buildings and we cut it back okay. to, I think we're at eight buildings. We really wanted to narrow it and get strong go, with go those buildings and go yeah, deep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. Just approximately how many units is that? So people can get a context for like what four mailers a month potentially would cost. Cause it, is it, is it 8,000 units in those? I don't those? think it's 8,000. So, no, I think it's 2,000. Yeah, that would be my guess. Yeah. Okay, so so, yeah. so just for everybody's, you know, 2,000 units, yeah. getting four a month for how many months to really get your name in front of them before you pull back the two? So I think we're doing that for five or six months, and smart. then we're dropping to two. Very smart. Okay, so, so... Again, I could literally, if the team was here, they could say, no, that's right or that's not right, yeah, but yeah, yeah. I have a general. Yeah. Okay, so uh, direct mail right? To our farms. What about if I'm in your database? Am I getting any direct mail? Um, do I get any just do, solds or? No, okay. we do not do that. Okay, no. cool. Okay. What happens on YouTube, Facebook, Instagram, like on a, on a okay. I'm going to break down and say on a weekly basis. Well, I'll go deeper. It's daily. Yeah. daily. Okay. Even better. We are posting every that, day. You guys hear that? Um, I actually, when I think you said that, or someone said something about eight times, it overwhelmed me. I thought uh -huh. that is so in your face. Uh -huh. That's so obnoxious. Yep. Now, if we're not posting, uh, you know, it's what are we posting today? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, and again, hopefully, you know, I sit when I have nothing to do. I'm for a moment just going through Instagram. Yep. So you want to be out there and it's people want to see your life. Yep. It's so important. I'll get back to yeah, that. Yeah. But yeah. You know, I, I say all the time, it's what makes the world go around. There are people that will work with me and that I'm not their style and they'll work with someone else yep. who I never could see working with. Yeah. Um, 
my life is my business is my brand mm -hmm. and they mailed i do business my clients are my friends my friends become my clients so or my clients become my friends so um you know it a lot of it merges together our social life is it's just who we're at. You're with. on display. Yeah. I, you said it, my life is my business and my brand. That sounds like us. It's the same. Like what you see is what you get. Yeah. They either like you or they don't. And I'd rather, at least for me, I'd rather them not like me and then never engage than engage and discover later they don't yeah, like yeah, me. Yeah, that's right. And of course, I mean? not all my friends use me. And, of course. You know, not every client becomes a best friend. There's a few agents in real estate. Yeah. There's a few there's options. There's just a few in New York. Okay. So on a daily basis. And there's good ones. Yeah. How many YouTube videos are you publishing uh, on a weekly basis? Oh God. Anchor shows plus plus listing launches and you know about towns. Six. Okay, so six a week, right? I think. Okay, that was. <laughs> well, a I feel like I'm always but that could something. Be, yeah, that could be Tim, four. That could be me, seven. It's Tim. It's, yeah, we do our marketing report. Talk about that. Um, you kill it on this every quarter. We yep. do a marketing report that's all video. Yep. Um, sometimes now, if something's happening, we'll just do an impromptu, like yep. something's important. In interest rates adjust. Hey, July, the tax thing's changing. The like tax all thing, the, right? that I whole mean, mansion tax, uh -huh. that was very important, so we yep. address that. Yep. Um, we do neighborhood, yep. you know, neighborhood tours. Um, and now we just do fun things. And uh, Serene will grab me and say, you know, I just want you to be with a cup of coffee. Yeah. And you're just going to talk about what's a transfer tax. You know, yeah. it's like these yes. quick one minute all the, bits. All the little FAQs, frequently yes. asked questions, getting all that's that on right. video. Super smart. Yep. Okay. So that's on Instagram and Facebook. That's uh -huh. daily. Good. Okay. So those, so everything, everything you do, does it get cut up into smaller formats? Like, like what we do? Or mm -hmm. is it just the one anchor show or the one thing that's up there and it's just every day? Uh, it, we, we, sh we adjust and okay. she runs all of that. Good. good She's good, my good. expert. How important was it for you to get serene in your business to actually make all this fly? So we were doing it, but it was stressful uh -huh. and it would fall to the wayside yep. because marketing always does. Yep. And I'm not a marketing person. Mm -hmm. Um, we really worked hard to land her and find her yep. the right person. Yep. And that took a year and a half to find the right person. Yeah. Um, now that we have, a, she's a godsend. She's amazing. Yeah. It, it, thinking about it now, like that it all just happens now. Yeah. Or she just says, you know, make sure you wear a suit tomorrow because we're doing this or, yeah. you know, be casual. So um, it's amazing. It's yeah. actually great. So this is like the, the quintessential sort of power of a team, right? Yeah. You, you got to trust them because I know it was hard for you in the beginning. Like, were, were you natural for video or did you... Like, was it a little struggle in the beginning? I remember three years ago, I still have the video. My assistant at the time, we tried to make a video and I just said, all right, this isn't working. We'll do it tomorrow. And then four months later, I think we made the next <laughs> video. Um, what's great now is I'm out just doing what I'm yeah. supposed to be doing, yeah. selling, negotiating, meeting people. Yeah. And so when I'm out in LA and having dinner with mm -hmm. Chris Cortaz or John yeah. or yeah, seeing yeah, yeah. some beautiful homes or previewing some properties or seeing clients, I can just, I'm, that's just fun just, Instagram just with grab me. grab your phone yes. and start to shooting some video. And it, yeah. But it's not like, oh my God, if I didn't get that, yeah. we're not being seen for, she's yeah. got collateral. Yeah. And you know, before we leave the office to do anything, Serene's telling us, make sure you get collateral for me. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay, let's let's switch gears. This has been awesome. I want to talk. I want to talk to you about three questions. Biggest lessons in this journey, 
advice you have for luxury brokers that want to go to the next level. And quite honestly, same thing for newer agents that want to break into luxury. Mm-hmm. Which one do you want to hit first? New agents, experienced agents that want to go to the next level, or sort of big lessons along this journey? So I guess the biggest lesson was something Vonda taught me. Mm-hmm. And it goes with mindset. And she said to me, um, so there was a situation where I was working with a, a, a very wealthy hedge fund guy, and he was looking for an off-market townhouse, and yep. it, it was it was like a needle in a haystack. And so it was. I had to find something. It wasn't going to be something that was just listed. Yeah. It was very particular, yeah. and um, and I found this house, and I took a picture of the house, and I put it on my bulletin board. And I thought I walked by the home and I said, that's the house. I know that's his house. And uh, he didn't end up buying it. But what happened was I didn't act. Mm-hmm. I had the picture and I didn't, for whatever reason, pursue it, who owned it and got in there. And then when I finally did, it turned out another broker had taken him to see it. And I was on the phone with Vonda and I was venting, whining, whatever I was bitching, doing. Complaining, bitching, complaining. Yes. Yeah, well, and she said to me, you're asking the wrong question because I was saying, why is this happening to me? I've been in the business this long. I should be at this level by now. And she said, you're asking why don't ask why ask how. Mm -hmm. And that really shifted something for me. She said, don't ask why is this happening? Ask how meaning what can I do? How can I change this? Mm -hmm. So it's taking ownership. Yeah. And uh, that was really effective for me. And it is, it's amazing that like that mental shift of just the power of the question you ask. Why is this happening to me versus what can I do about it? Yeah. Or how could I have done better? Yes. You know that's what I mean? Exactly just, what she meant by but it. That's but a, that's also like a personal responsibility thing. I mean. Well, it's taking ownership. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The others being a victim, the others owning it. Yeah. Yeah. So that's one, right? So kind of the, the power of the questions you're asking yourself and then being in action. What's another lesson you learned along the way in this journey? I mean, you mentioned accountability multiple times, so I don't yeah. think you need to cover uh, that one. But that, that seems to be a glue thing for you, like why it all seems to work. Uh, account Discipline and consistency. Yeah. Which I struggle with. Yeah. Um, I'm intense and I'm great, but I can be intense and great for three, four, five, six months. And then I'm like, yeah, oh, I need to... Go yeah. chill. Yeah. Um, I need to go to South Africa. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and I, you know, I'm intense when I'm chilling too. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but I think everybody that's listening, you know, every producer can relate to that, right? Like we go, 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 and then yeah. oh my god, like just you know. But you that to, that's why down a bit. having the team and the systems. Yes. Before when I didn't have the systems, if I took my foot off the gas, everything would just stop. Now everything keeps going. I might just take my foot off the gas for a little while, mm-hmm. but everything's still going. Yeah. I'm in a, out in LA for five days. Yeah. Nothing's changing in yeah. New York City. It's all moving forward. Yeah. I'm on calls and I'm speaking to people, but yeah. nothing's changing. That's the, the thing I want everybody. It's almost like you should rewind this right now and just listen to that. Cause that, that is the, like people talk about like why a team is great. When I take my foot off the gas, the team is still rolling. That's right. Everything else. So, so Serene's going to text you and say, wear a suit on Monday because we're yep. filming this. That's and right. Like all that stuff's happening behind the scenes, which allows producers to produce. Yeah. I'm Kay. not worrying about that. I can clear my head and exactly. just be present with who I'm in front of. Bingo. Okay. Best advice you would offer to a luxury broker who wants to go to the next level, who wants to make that jump from 38 million to a hundred or like you a hundred to 300 million. Like, like what do they have to put in place? What do they have to do? What's your advice? Set the goal, yep. see the goal, and visualize it. Now, that's a little 
I don't know that I have. Simple. Yeah. Um, that's mindset, yeah. obviously. Yeah. And what ask, about from a tactical standpoint? Ask for the business, yeah. which is something I Most had to luxury learn to do. do. Yeah. Um, I used to see it as needy mm-hmm. and uh, desperate. Yep. And yet everybody in New York talks about real estate and wants to talk about real estate. And yep. I'm listen, we do everything. It's not like every deal I do is this magnificent yeah. property. I yeah. have great properties that are two bedrooms and I love selling them. Yeah. Um, but it's, but I see some really great, sexy, fun stuff and people want to talk about that and see that stuff. Yeah. Um, so ask for the business and talk to people and, uh, yeah, don't be afraid to let people know this is what you do. So this just happened to me recently. We're on the board of the Manhattan uh, JCC, and I have this great townhouse I mentioned that's off market. Another broker walks in, and I see her client who she's coming with, and she had given me her uh, her married name, and I know her as her maiden name. And I know you, and big hug and kiss. And um, and she turned to me, and she she's new to the board, and she said, mm-hmm. oh, I didn't realize this is what you do. Yeah. Ooh, did oh, that sting? Yeah, that hurts. Now the only thing is she's new to the board, <laughs> yeah. so yeah, 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 she doesn't. Yeah, yeah. She's only known me three months, but yeah, ooh, that hurt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and not that. She, listen, she's working with a great broker who's a friend yeah, of mine. Yeah, she may never work with me because she has this relationship. But bingo, everyone should know what I do. Bingo, that's a big one. Okay, so I'm yeah. going to hit you with the. And it, this and is maybe, 19 years in, where a lot of people know what I do. It still for happens. sure, for sure. Yeah. Um, so that person that wants to go to the next level, don't they have to put the infrastructure in place? I would say so. Yeah. Definitely. I mean, it was the game changer for you from 38 There's to, no you know. Question. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Because again, so you free yourself up to be doing this, be present, be yeah. in front of people. It's what we should be doing. Yeah. We should be out with people. You know, the funny thing is every, uh, every, you know, I, I have, I have the best like job on the planet. I get to talk to the best people all around you the do. world about what they do and how that, you know what I mean? And like, like Greg Schwartz, who used to be the president of Zillow said, nobody synthesizes the best people like you do. And I was like, cool. I, you know, I appreciate true. that comment. Right. Um, no one likes to talk about the operational stuff. Everybody likes to talk about the, you know, you gotta be disciplined. You gotta be scheduled, get your mindset. Right. And, and all that's true. And yet I had to prod you and say, well, what about the infrastructure? Like, why is, why isn't the organization process checklist as sexy. Oh, that's so clear. Well, forget that it's not sexy. It doesn't come natural to a yes. person like me, a people person. Yeah. It's yep. not what I do. It's never been what I do, but you can learn it. Yeah. So this is something I really learned from coaching that um, I used to say, oh, I'm not good with numbers. I hate numbers. I'm good with numbers, commissions, and yeah. and negotiating. Yeah, exactly. But beyond that, yeah. you know. Managing um, my own checkbook and dealing yeah, with the, you, you know. know. My clients, these big financiers, yeah. they understand the numbers. Yeah, That's, yeah. You know, but, but it's not true. I love my numbers. Yeah. I am so down in the nitty gritty in my numbers. I can tell you what our GCI is, where we're tracking, mm-hmm. how we track, how many. No- so this is where the business coming from. Like you just showed me like everything on his like color chart, oh, yeah. graph, spreadsheets. Like it's everything. So is you in know detail. where that Sarah was out sick yep. for five days. And I was like, oh, my God, you got to come back. She came back with us. She's like, I was bored in bed. She made all these charts, graphs. I love it. Yeah. 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 So, so the, so 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 the business building is actually is sexy because it lets you do what you want to do. I carry those charts around with me. I study them. I analyze them. Mm -hmm. 
listen, when business is down, they're not as fun to look at, yeah. but when they're growing or yeah. when we have our team meeting every, you know, we have, we're always meeting, but we have our official team meeting once a week, Tuesday mornings. And when we break it all out and, you know, they, they show up, they give the update of where we are with all of our business. And Sarah will say, guys, we're actually 97% of our goal. Yeah. Three, like we can do that. 3%. Like, Come on. So like, let's close. push. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. Okay. Let's finish with one last question. Uh, best advice for new agents, even though we kind of talked about it in the very beginning with the amount of people that are calling you and saying, Hey, I'm getting out of college. thinking about real estate. Mm -hmm. Some, some, someone person, Hey, I saw you at a Tom Ferry event. I'm three months in the business. How do I become a successful broker in a luxury market? First and foremost is you have to be yourself. You can't, it's impossible to be anyone else. Yep. You need to be authentically and vulnerably yourself. Yep. I don't know if that's a word, yeah, but yeah, be vulnerable yeah. um, and be yourself because why? Because you, you otherwise you're faking it mm -hmm. and you can be yourself the strongest than you can be someone else unless yep. you're an actor. Yeah. Uh, and you find your tribe that way. You find your tribe. You'll attract your type of people, yep. which is who you want to work with. And um, I, years ago, you say, what was it? You're just not my people. Yeah. Not in a bad way, yeah. but like, okay. Yeah. You don't wanna, you, we it's just, okay. We don't vibe. And yeah. that's cool. Move on. I vibe with these people. Yeah. Um, so I think that's really important. Don't I didn't say to that to Steve else. Cohen in case you're wondering, you know, oh, no. oh. <laughs> <laughs> like you're talking about clients. You know. a big, yeah, yeah, yeah. On stage kind of thing. Um, I, I think that's really important. Yeah. You know, I think of uh, brokers in my office who I respect and I mm -hmm. say, you know, I tease, oh, I want to be you when I grow up or yeah, I used yeah, to yeah. say that to them. Yeah. Um, but God, some of, and some of them I've taken what I love about them and mm -hmm. what I is authentically me and I can implement. And then others, I just, I respect their business and I yeah. love them as people, but we are so different. I could never yeah. work the way they work. Yeah. 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 It's just different. yeah. All over the place. No systems, no organization, different. no process. And you no know what? It works for them and they, it does. they're successful. It does. But. That's the beautiful thing about this business, right? If you really think about it, like at the, at the sort of cream of the crop, whether mm -hmm. you're doing high transactions or high sales volume or a combination of both anywhere in the country, anywhere in the world, there's there's still nuances. You know, some people are just turn and burn, massive number of listings, yeah. who cares where we price them? Yep. And some people are like, I'm only gonna take a small amount, but it's gonna be done the right way. Like, that's the beautiful thing about real estate. Yeah. You know, it's an that's entrepreneur, true. it's an entrepreneurial's dream if you really look at it. It really is, and if you run it right, mm -hmm. it's really a dream. Yeah. Yeah. Steven, this has been super great. And I know you got to, you know, get into more meetings and we had a little coaching session, but it just, you know, your friendship, how long we've worked together, you know, watching your journey, watching, you know, like married family, just, you know, from, Hey, listen, we've come buddy. a long way. I love you, buddy. You've <laughs> done very you. well. So, Hey, if somebody wants to reach out and ask you a question, what's the best email for them to get you at? So SAC at corcoran.com and on Instagram, Stephen Cohen NY. Yeah, and I would definitely go to his YouTube channel and check out, cause like he, you know, there's a few of my clients over the last, you know, decade or so that I've been like pushing, 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 pushing. Steve got it. And now like the content you're putting out, you know, the first couple of videos were like my first couple of videos, right? Yeah. But now it's just, it's, it's money, it's natural, it's automatic and it's brand building and it's referral generating everything else. So check them out there on YouTube as well. Thanks Tom. All right, my friend, I appreciate you. And uh, listen for all the people that are watching and listening, you know, email them if you got a question. Uh, share this with a couple of your buddies and know that uh, everybody here at Ferry International, we love you. Keep up the good work. Keep fighting the good fight and keep serving more clients. See you guys soon.
If you want more information about this episode, including my show notes, mentions, links, and everything else, make sure you visit tomferry.com slash podcast. That's tomferry.com slash podcast. Thanks again and talk to you soon.